I love me a good dad joke. I don't even care if you laugh. I love them. Our entire vision here at The Ridge is built around kind of making sure people like Pete, making sure people like you, making sure people like me have a place to belong before they even figure out what they believe. To come to a church where everybody's welcomed, accepted, loved, no matter who they are, what they look like, where they come from, where they're going. Why in the world do we want to do this? Why do we want to be a whatever-it-takes type of church? Where it's kind of a simple answer to that. See, we're a whatever-it-takes type of church because God is a whatever-it-takes type of God. See, we believe that God loves people so much, God loves Pete so much, God loves you and me so much, that we should do everything we possibly can to make sure that people understand who God is and what he's all about and Jesus and the cross. And there are so many examples of God doing whatever it takes. Maybe there are examples in your life. There are definitely examples in my life. And there are examples all over history, all over the Bible. So here's a, here's a story from the Bible. I was actually reading this to my little kids last night. Ever heard of David and Goliath? You don't have to be around church to hear of David and Goliath. That's a whatever it takes type of story. See, God did whatever it takes to help this kid named David defeat a giant and his entire army with nothing but a stone and a sling. That shouldn't have happened. It couldn't have happened without God. See, God did whatever it takes. God did whatever it takes when he blinded a guy named Paul who was persecuting, a.k.a. murdering Christians. And this guy named Paul became one of the most influential followers of Jesus ever because God intervened in his life. See, that's whatever it takes type of God. But the biggest, I think the best example in history of God being a whatever it takes type of God is what he did through Jesus and the cross. See, God is a whatever it takes type of God because he sent Jesus to kind of step in our place for our mistakes, for our sin. And because of Jesus, we have this opportunity to have a right relationship with God, to have hope and joy and peace today, to have eternity with God in heaven. See, God is a whatever it takes type of God. This is John 3.16. This is one of the most famous verses in the Bible. It was the first verse that I memorized when I was a little kid. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. If you've never read anything in the Bible, this is the gospel, the good news of Jesus in one verse. Maybe you've seen this verse over and over and over again in your life. And I want to say, hey, stop right now. Read it again. Because this is it. God loved you and me so much that he sent Jesus. And because of what Jesus did on the cross, we have this opportunity for eternal life. This is what I have my entire life based on. And maybe you too. This is definitely what the entire ministry of the Ridge is based on. This is whatever it takes. Jesus is the way that God did whatever it takes to reach us because he loves us that much. It's not because of what we do. It's not how much we can earn it, how much we deserve it. It's because God loves us that much that he sent Jesus. That is a whatever it takes type of God. And he calls us to respond by doing whatever it takes with him. This is Matthew 28, starting in verse 19. Therefore, it says, go and make disciples, make followers of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, 
Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you, and be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. See, God invites us as a church to be a part of doing whatever it takes to reach our community for Christ. It's right here. He even says, I'll be with you when you do it. You get to do it with me. We're whatever it takes type of church because God is whatever it takes type of God. Now, I remember the first time that I heard the, the vision of the ridge. I was at a Starbucks in Indianapolis with Jerry, who was just up here a little bit ago. I had a pumpkin spice latte. Don't judge me. It was amazing. And so we're sitting there, and I got to hear Jerry's heart a little bit. And, and he talked, just like he did a little bit ago, about what it means to do whatever it takes to reach our friends and our family for Jesus, what it looks like to have a church that cares more about other people than maybe it does ourselves how we would remove barriers and we want to be a place that you can invite your friend or your family member every Sunday. And I, I remember going like, I want to be a part of that. My, my heart was beating a little bit. I remember getting in the car and calling my wife, Abby, and was like, hey, this is exciting. I want to be a part of that. But something has changed over the last eight years, and it's not the vision. See, God has been working on my heart, and it's gone past, hey, I want to be a part of that. So now I I cannot imagine going to a church that doesn't want to do whatever it takes to reach our community for Christ. Now, maybe we say it in a different way. There are a lot of churches that believe what we believe. But I want to be a part of a place that loves people and responds to the way that God loves us by caring more about other people than we do ourselves. See, God sent Jesus. He sent Jesus because he loves us so much. And I believe that God sends people like me and you who follow Jesus too. That's the type of follower that I want to be. I want to be a follower who is going to do whatever it takes, maybe putting aside what I like or what I want. I want to be all in. I want to be like a no matter what, I will follow you type of follower that surrenders to God because he has done so much for me. He's done whatever it takes for me. He's done whatever it takes for you. And that's the type of church that we want to be. And so this got me thinking. So we do whatever it takes because God did whatever it takes. But what if we didn't? Like what if the ridge didn't exist? What if it was never here in the first place? Would anybody notice? I call this the it's a wonderful life thought exercise. Anybody, anybody know that Christmas movie? It's one of my favorites, actually. I would say spoiler alert. I'm going to talk about it, but it came out in 1947. So if you haven't watched it, too bad. We're going to talk about it. But it's a wonderful life is about this businessman named George. It's George Bailey. It's about the impact that George had on all these different people's lives. But at one point, George is having a bad day, and he's really low. He's really depressed, and he thinks his life doesn't matter. And so Clarence, this angel from heaven, comes down and shows George the impact that George had in all these people's lives. So what would it be like if an angel came down and pulled a Clarence with all of us and showed us what maybe Columbus or South Central Indiana would look like if the ridge had never been here in the first place? It's kind of an interesting thought exercise. And I was thinking, all right, so if the ridge didn't exist, we'd be, I don't know, maybe we'd be sitting in a field right now, or maybe there'd be like a, a housing complex or an apartment complex or something. We'd be in somebody's living room right now. I'd be like, this is a lot of guests for the Colts game today, but here we are. Hope you have enough potato chips and dip or whatever. I know personally, if the rich didn't exist, it's really unlikely that my family and I would live in Columbus. 
And since September 9th, 2012, over 500 Sundays have happened. So if the ridge didn't exist, that means we would have missed out on all sorts of things on those 500 Sundays, 500 messages that have been given, 500 services that have been planned, 500 times that little ridge kids and ridge kids across the atrium have gathered together to learn about Jesus, 500 times that we've come together to do whatever it takes. But it doesn't end there. See, there's all of these things that God has done in and through the ridge. I asked them to count how many songs we've sung. Not like literally how many songs, but how many times we've gotten up here to sing a song, 2,908. Try to data check that. I don't know. We have given over $1 million to missions because of what God has done in and through the ridge. We've given over $285,000 just to local non-for-profit partnerships. That's incredible to me. We've given $347,000 to people who need counseling help or are in crisis for food or to pay an electric bill. $347,000. We've had 45 weddings here. We had one yesterday, actually. So if there's a little glitter at your seat, that's probably what it is. We've had over 360 baptisms where people saying, yes, I declare and I follow Jesus. Since 2012, there are so many people, maybe you're one of them, that would say that they've interacted with the hope and the joy and the love and the peace of Jesus because of the ridge. And my honest answer to the question, would anybody notice if the ridge wasn't here? Is yeah. Maybe in ways we don't understand, maybe in ways we don't see, maybe it would take an angel coming down to help us get it, but I truly believe that our community, your community, your neighborhood, your family, our hearts would be different if the ridge didn't exist. Now, that doesn't mean that God couldn't have done it in some way. He definitely could have, but he chose to uniquely use the ridge and to uniquely use the people of the ridge to do whatever it takes to reach people for Jesus. People like this. I'm Brittany Jones. I've been coming to the Ridge for about six years now. And I'm Abby Titus, and I've been coming for six months. Um, my husband Joseph and I had been living in Columbus for a few years. Um, he and his friends were hanging out. Um, he had mentioned that we were looking for a church. His friends had been coming to the same church for um, a few years and they mentioned to him how great the band was and how the pastor was and just that everyone was super nice and awesome. So they invited us and we took him up on that offer and we came one Sunday. We were super, super late that Sunday. Uh, we came at the end of the last song, um, but what we heard from the music was just great and the um, people were super nice. So we decided to come back that next Sunday, uh, on time of course, um, and we got to meet more friendly people. Um, we enrolled our kids in Ridge Kids. They had an awesome time um, and we've been coming back every Sunday since. So Brittany and I met because I was her kids teacher at their daycare and I was going to one of their soccer games on a Saturday morning and I had mentioned how I was looking to get back into church and Brittany said that I should come to the bridge with her that Sunday, so I did, and it was so fun. We, um, the music was great, and we sat pretty far in the back because I was kind of nervous because I didn't want to meet too many people for my first time. Um, but it was so fun, and I loved the sermon. It was what I needed to hear in that moment, and 
literally everyone was so nice. Like, you could not ask for nicer people. I think it's so funny how casual our interaction was at the soccer game because that decision to come has really changed my life so much. I've gotten Bible study and made great friends from that. I've started serving on the um, tech team for camera and in the nursery Sunday mornings. And it's so nice to finally be able to have a place that I can call home. It's so cool that just a guy's night out turned into something so life-changing for us. Um, I am mentoring high school girls um, here at the Ridge. My um, kids have grown in from Little Ridge kids to Ridge kids. My oldest daughter is on the dance team here. Uh, I also volunteer in the nursery. We have so many friends that have now turned into family. Um, and then, you know, us inviting you. I mean, it's just, I'm just glad the impact that that invite had on you and you're doing so awesome here and you have a family here. And, you know, I just think that, I just can't wait until more people are invited and come to experience the impact that the Ridge has had on us all because it is just an amazing, amazing thing. I love stories like that. I could hear stories like that all day. I could hear them every day. Maybe you have a whatever it takes type of story too. But this reminds me that reaching our community for Christ, it takes even a casual conversation, but it takes time and effort and sacrifice. Doing whatever it takes isn't something that just happens without our focus or without our response to what God is doing. We want to be a church that eats, sleeps, breathes, reaching people for Jesus. So my answer is, yeah, I think South Central Indiana would be a little bit different if it wasn't for what God had done through the Ridge. But I've been thinking about what about this next year? Like when we celebrate, which is an amazing thing to do, we don't do celebration good enough. But when we celebrate, I immediately think about, okay, this is what God did over the last 10 years. And God's a whatever it takes type of God, but what's he about to do? Like what's he asking us to do? What does the next, I don't know, like 12 months look like? So I've been asking this question. See, what does it look like to do whatever it takes for the next year? Just one year at a time. I've been praying about the answer to that question. I've been praying for God to show up and to say, this is what it looks like. I wanna be completely surrendered to God's prompting on that, to be who he wants us to be, where he wants us to go. Our elders and leadership have gotten together to pray about this. Our staff has gotten together to pray about this. Maybe you've prayed about this. It kind of sounds like this. It's just like, what now, God? We're so thankful for what you've done, but doing whatever it takes to reach our community for Christ is still going on. We're still called to do whatever it takes. And I believe that God has answered the prayer. I believe that God is prompting us, challenging us to do whatever it takes in 2022 and 23 and beyond. I believe that God has still uniquely positioned the ridge to be challenged in a unique way over the next year. And this is the verse that's kind of been in my head and my heart a lot. This is 1 Peter 4.10. God has given each of you, each of us, everybody who follows Jesus, a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. So what does that mean? Well, it just means that God has given us the ability, these gifts, in a way to love each other and to live out our faith. That's what it means. But here's the thing. Here's the challenge. What are we called as followers of Jesus to do with them? We're called to use them to serve one another. And so what does that look like? What does it look like to be called, to be challenged, to be 
prompted, to be pushed, to be pulled, to use the way that God has created us to serve one another. See, I think it's true as individuals that he's gifted us, but I also think that it's true for the way that God leaves the ridge, that he's uniquely gifted the ridge and challenged the ridge to serve one another, to do whatever it takes to reach our community for Christ. And here's how we believe that we are called to do that over the next 365 days. Here it is, we're calling it this. We're calling it the 10K challenge. We wanna give an entire year of service to our community. So if you're here in person, you might've seen these, these little stickers on your seat. If you didn't, you're sitting on them right now. So what's the 10K challenge? Are we, are, are we all gonna exercise and run the mill race marathon next year? Like, what are we doing? Here's what it is. We believe that God has called the Ridge to serve in whatever your local community is for 10,000 hours over the next year. So in the next year, we wanna join God in what he's doing in local organizations and non-for-profits and helping our neighbors and serving other people. We wanna do so in a way that makes an impact that if the Ridge didn't kind of accept this challenge, people would notice that our neighborhoods, our schools, our friends, our families, our workplaces wouldn't be what God wants them to be because we didn't accept the challenge. So we want to do whatever it takes to reach our community for Christ. So we as a collective, as a church, want to give 10,000 hours back in various ways in Bartholomew, Decatur, Brown, Jackson, Jennings, Shelby County, wherever you live. 10,000 hours in one year to celebrate what God has done over the last 10 years and to be a part of what he's doing this year and for the next 10 years. That's 833 hours a month. That's 192 hours a week. See, this is a lot of hours. This isn't something that's gonna accidentally happen. This is a God-sized goal. So we wanna join in what God is doing in our community for 10,000 hours this year, which is why we called it the 10K Challenge. It's an entire year of service. So how can you be a part of this? Well, that's actually a pretty simple answer. It just looks like serving in your local community, whatever that looks like. The Ridge will curate some opportunities. We'll do some things all together. We actually are gonna have a serve day. We're gonna give an entire Sunday away just to serving people in our community. There are so many different ways to love your neighbor, to love your friend. So not only are, is the Ridge going to curate some opportunities, but you need to curate some yourself. You'll definitely get more details about how we're gonna do that together as a church, but we have some really huge things that we're asking God to do. And he needs to provide the right opportunity and he needs to motivate the right people in the right time. But I'm gonna say just a few things preemptively, hopefully to answer some of your questions. First, this is not about making the Ridge's name great. We don't really care about that. This is about doing whatever it takes to reach our community for Christ. This is about making the name of Jesus great. See, we think that this is an opportunity to join in what God is already doing all over the place. And it's an opportunity we have to respond to what he's done in our life. And it's an opportunity that we have to then point people to Jesus, to invite them to church, to just be a healthy part of their lives. So that means the serving opportunities we're talking about aren't the ones that we currently do here, like within the walls or on our online campus 
at the Ridge. So there are all sorts of ways that you can serve. You can be an usher, you can be a greeter, you can be in the parking lot, you can be on stage and play an instrument. You can help with kiddos across the atrium. There's so many ways that you can serve here and we still need people to do that. But what we're talking about is outside of these walls. And second, the only way I believe that this happens is through God's provision and through your participation. That's the only way that this is gonna happen. So I was thinking about like how in the world, like how many, how many hours are we gonna be thinking about other people? And I was, I was like, well, I can't do 10,000 hours on my own. Like I can't do it. It's impossible if you run the numbers. But if you and I join forces and you brought a coworker, whether they believe in Jesus or not, they're just serving in their community. And I asked my neighbor and you brought a friend and I brought my family, and all of a sudden, after one hour here and one hour there, our community, the church community and our expanding community becomes an expert in serving one another. One person in one hour at a time, we put 10,000 hours of serving others combined. So that's the goal. So the question, it's a simple question that we have to ask. It's really, do you accept the challenge? We used the word challenge on purpose. We thought about, uh, I don't know, the 10K kind of, sorta, but that didn't have the same ring to it. So this is a challenge. <clears throat> this is why it's a challenge. Because it takes sacrifice, it takes effort. Do you wanna be a part of it? Do you wanna make an impact? Do you want to join in what God is doing? Do you want to do it with him? How he's reaching your neighbor, your family, your friend? Do you want to respond to what God has done in your life? How he's already done whatever it takes for you through Jesus? Do you want to celebrate what he's done here at the Ridge? Do you want to be a part of the future that God has in store here? Do you accept the challenge? Because if this is going to work, we need God to provide big time, and we need you to participate big time. So here's how you can accept the challenge. Here's how you can respond today. And yes, I'm about to say the same number that we say over and over and over again. But here's how you can do it. You take out your phone. This is a simple just next step. You can text the word 10K to 812-408-1188. Well, why would you do that? Well, if you text the word 10K, <clears throat> it helps us know that you're in. And all you're saying is like, hey, I'm in. I want to know about the serving opportunities that you're talking about. Maybe you want to help lead. Maybe you want to help guide. Maybe you help, want to help be a part of whatever we're doing. It's going to be cool. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be God showing up over and over and over again. So if you want to be a part of that, you can Text the word 10K to 812-408-1188. There's also kind of a kiosk out in the atrium. You can sign up there. They can help answer any questions that you might have on the front end of this. But it indicates that you want to be a part of what God is doing. You want to serve. You want to make an impact. You want to be a part of the 10K challenge. And I believe that God is uniquely positioned the ridge to make a difference. We want to do whatever it takes to reach our community, your community, your friend, your neighbor, your family for Jesus. 
because God did whatever it takes for us. He's already doing whatever it takes, friends. We just can just be a part of it. And we want to join God in the work that he's doing. And we want to celebrate what he's done and continue to celebrate what he's done and anticipate what he will do. And I want to be able to answer the question in a year and go, hey, it's a wonderful life. Like, What if God hadn't shown up in the way that he has over the last year? What if he hasn't shown up through the ridge in the way that he has over the last year? Because I think he's doing something pretty amazing. I believe it in my heart that he is going to do something in a mighty way, and I want to be a part of it. Do you? I'd like to pray for us. Heavenly Father, we come before you today where we celebrate the way that you continue to do whatever it takes. You do whatever it takes in our lives. You've done whatever it takes throughout history, through Jesus and the cross, that you're doing whatever it takes right now in our homes, You pursue us, you love us so much, so perfectly. We thank you for that love. We thank you. We celebrate what you've done in and through the ridge because of how great you are, that we get to be a part of this. And as we step into this challenge over this next year, it is a God-sized goal. It is a terrifying thing. It is a thing that we might fail at apart from you, but we ask you to show up in such a significant way that we can't but celebrate you. Celebrate you and the cross that you're saying we are going to send us out into our homes and communities and love others and make a difference and do whatever it takes to reach our community for Christ. Thank you for your love. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for doing whatever it takes for us. And it's in Jesus' name we pray.